Welcome everybody to today's podcast of Dead and No, episode number 76, day number 500 and let me see what four and five days, uh, 560, day number 560 of being a stay-at-home father and uh, in today's episode, uh, it's just going to be me. Why? Because my son is at school. Wait, I thought you said you're a stay-at-home father. Well, my daughter's here and I just put her down for a nap. So on today's podcast, uh, I turned 32 today. Today's my birthday. Well, it's 6 o'clock. It's my birthday, but I don't want to be that guy and be like, no, it's it's really, I'm still 31. You know, I don't, at 32, that's at 6 o'clock. That's when uh, my mother gave birth to me. I don't count life until it came out of the vagina. So I guess if you're, never mind, I won't even go there. <laughs> I was going to talk about something that uh, I don't want to go down that path today. Why? Because today, it's all good vibes, people. It's good vibes. Feel nice. I'm about to find out. Uh, I didn't. I'm already going to call it. I'm going to call it. I did not get into Big Sky Comedy Festival. Is that what it's even? Big Sky? Yeah, Big Sky Comedy Festival, which is a festival that I apply to every year. And uh, they said that the, uh, what did it say? 2017 Big Sky Comedy Festival competition will be announced today, Wednesday, August 30th, my birthday, at 12 p.m. Okay, so that's not central time. All right. So it's not going to be out for a while. So I'll at the end of the podcast, at the end of the podcast, uh, I will tell you if I'm, I didn't. Spoiler alert, I didn't make it. Have confidence in yourself. It's not necessarily that I have a lack of confidence. It's just that I don't believe in myself. But, you know, that happens sometimes. Uh, it's not that I don't believe in myself, it's that um, other people don't believe in me, which is Mexican Cartel hangs banner in Cancun to warn travelers that going there could get you killed, and it shows a bunch of people all dead. What is this? Why is this on my feet? Really? Oh, okay, I see why. People popping their pimples. Oh, sorry, I'm on Facebook right now. I'm. Uh, I have to go and I have to like every comment that I got saying happy birthday. Um, because if I don't, I am a bad person. That's how it, I think. That's that's what it is. You have to. If somebody on Facebook wishes you a happy birthday, you have to say, or you have to like it. That's the equivalent of not when somebody says happy birthday to your face and you don't say thank you you just keep walking that's what people and then you got you got to make sure to get everybody you got you got to make sure to like every comment because if you don't like a comment then it's like well you don't like me hmm? you don't like my birthday wishes and it's like no that's not what it is it's just i'm sorry i guess your comment was in between comments i i don't i don't know what what to tell you i i, I would have liked your comment but why do we have to do that why do we have to do that Makes me. I'm a. I'm a good person. That's why I'm doing it. You hear like, like, like. Now, uh, though, thank you everybody for the birthday wishes. I appreciate it. I'm up being and be like, now I gotta like your status. That's hey, thank you, all these people who saw that it was my birthday on Facebook. Who, uh, some are friends, some we've, you know, just had a few interactions. Thank you for saying 
happy birthday to me. I appreciate it. Uh, those, uh, every comment is a little bit more dopamine into my brain because Facebook is the new heroin for everybody, though, for all ages. Well, I mean, heroin can be for all ages. I won't recommend it for children. I won't recommend it for adults. Uh, it's very addictive. But um, unless, you know, unless you're on your way out and you know you're going to die. Like, if I know I'm going to die, I'm going to do heroin. Right now? Why not, right? It's okay to do morphine but not heroin? No. Fuck that. Oh, by the way, the kids aren't here, so I'm going to cuss. Fuck that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do heroin. I can't believe he said he's going to do heroin. No, if I know I'm dying, if I know I'm dying, then I'm going to do heroin. Why not? Right? Why not? Am I going to live long, long enough to chase the dragon for too long, you know? So, why am I talking about heroin on my birthday? I want some heroin. That's what I'm going to do. 32 years old, I'm going to start a heroin habit. I think that's what's missing for my stand-up. I really do. Because uh, if I had some horrible addiction, then uh, I think I'd be... Or I could be worse. I could be worse. In my head, though, I'd probably think I was better because I'd be a tortured artist. I'm tortured, but not not in that sense. I can't be like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home father and I deal with children. I'm so tortured. It's like, yeah, but you're loved. You're loved. You know? You're with your kids. That's a good thing. So you can't say you're a tortured artist. Just tortured. Tortured how? Tortured with lack of sleep. Uh, tortured with tantrums. Tortured with uh, shit and diapers. Um, sometimes the shit is out of the diapers. It's just on the floor because, you know, you decide, hey, you, you got a rash. Let me air out your butt little baby, and uh, you let them air out their butt, and they pop a squat in the middle of the living room, just just right there, and they look at you while they do that. That's that's psycho behavior. Like, why are you doing that? You, you're going to come to my house, I feed you, I clothe you, or your mom does because she has, you know, the money and everything, and you're going you're gonna to shit on my floor and look at me when you do that and then expect me to clean it up and then wipe your butt and give you a kiss on the cheek and say it's okay and then hand you some juice and some... Cheerios, is that what you expect me to do? Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm, this, is, this is the behavior I guess I'm teaching you. Rants brought to you by Joshua Kawasa. Hope you enjoyed that. Oh, man, 32, man. 32 started. Uh, start, I sent my son off to school this morning. Then my wife went off to work. Then me and my daughter took a nice walk. I cleared my mind. Thinking about, I was thinking, you know, you just become nostalgic when you're older. Like, I was already thinking, like, my ha- my life, if I'm lucky, is already halfway done. I can't. I'm tearing up on a, on, a, on a walk. On a walk, I'm tearing up because I'm emotionally unstable. So, hence the comedy. I have to do the comedy. If I was just a stay-at-home father, I, I don't see how other stay-at-home parents, stay-at-home moms and other dads and stuff, like that's, if that's all you do, oh, my God, I'd feel... I, oh, talk about being in a bubble. People say, oh, I get stressed out because all I do is go to work and come home and go to work and come home. Imagine you just go home and go home and then go home and then go home and then go home and you're just at home and then sometimes you go to the grocery store and then when you do go out, you drink too much. Now you can't drive home and then you can't tell the Uber how to get to your house. Why? Because you only stay there and you never leave and you forgot your address. That didn't happen to me, by the way. That that wasn't that wasn't me. Um, why? Because I have stand-up. And so it's good. But I was thinking about success, and it's going to be a weird podcast, by the way. It's going to, I'm thinking about success and failures, and uh, I, I had a few. I had a few. Not in the big terms like, oh, you're, you're famous, you're doing it. I'm not that I necessarily want to be famous. I mean, I want to be famous enough to do this where people will pay me thousands of dollars or I can fill out theaters. That level, of course, yes. But um, as anyway, the point was I did 
things that I had never done before. And they were success. It was a success because I did it. They were total failures, by the way. All of them were total failures. I wouldn't say they're success. Like, yeah, this this video on Funny or Die, that uh, this whole web series I put on Funny or Die, that uh, it's actually 80% funny. But um, I'm pretty sure that's just due f- to friends putting funny because there's not that many views. And uh, and that was that was the I was a web series. My first web series, I did 14 episodes, which we will not be doing a second season of. Why? Because it was I was I was just trying to put one out every week. That was the goal. That's all I told myself. Put one out every week. And I wanted to do 20 episodes because I'm insane. It's like, yeah, we'll do. No, no, I want to do 16 episodes. I want to do 16 episodes because there was, you know, 16 uh, in the regular season. So I thought, okay, I'll do this. And uh, I ended up doing 14. And uh, it was very stressful. For what reason? There was no deadlines. There was no, nothing saying that I had to do 16. It was just... In my head, these are what this is what I have to do. After and I put them out week, not knowing what I'm gonna do. Not no no, the storyline doesn't make sense. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned I can't act, so that's a good learning experience. All right, uh, I learned that my friends can't act. Uh, I learned that it's important to write a script before doing a web series. Not uh, write three or four episodes and then just wing it. Not even three or four. Write three episodes and wing it. I'm lying. I wrote the first episode, which wasn't supposed to be a web series, but my friends are like, you should do a web series. Then at the end of the web series, they're like, dude, why'd you do this web series? I'm like, you said you wanted to do a web series. They're like, yeah, you should have wrote it. I was like, we were all supposed to write together, but you all said, no, it's your web series. Why? Because you were embarrassed because you thought, oh, it's a failure. Then why did you give me the idea in the first place? Because you want to make me a fool? Hmm? Hmm? Do I look like a fool? When I get up and I tell jokes about my butthole and stuff, does that make me look like a fool? Yes, Josh. Yes, it does. But I was happy I did a web series. Uh, so that was a success and a failure. Success, I did it. Failure, because it, it wasn't very good. Don't go watch it at Funny or Die uh, at Joshua Cabasa. That's C-A-B-A-Z-A. Don't go watch it at all. Or watch it. And everybody's like, it's at 80% funny. We're going to make sure the 30 or 40, thank you, 30 or 40 people who consistently listen every week. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Don't go and, and watch it. Everybody's like, we've already seen it. We don't want to watch it. Well, whatever. I'm going to do a new web series this year. Uh, so I actually have goals. I wrote down goals. It's important to do that because I heard that from uh, Joe Rogan. And uh, what's that other guy? Uh, ask Gary V. That guy. You got to write down your goals. Uh, what's what's the dude with the big hands? Uh, Tony Robbins. He's like six seven, six eight. Uh, he married his mom. He didn't marry his mom. What am I talking about? He had the mommy. Anyway, I saw a documentary on him, uh, and he said you got to write down your goals. And all these successful people, Warren Buffett. I think it's his birthday today. Shout out to Warren Buffett. Uh, we're brothers, born on the same day, twin. Anyway. Uh, Lost my train of thought. The point was, they said to write down goals. And if they're rich and successful, then maybe I'll be rich and successful. If not, at least I wasted some paper and some time and some ideas that never happened, right? As long as you achieve one of those goals. Listen, not all the rants can be gold, okay? Not all my rants are going to be good. None of them have so far. Another goal, another success. I won Funniest in South Texas. That was unexpected and nice. And my wife told me, she's like, this is the last year you're ever going to do this again. I was like, why? And she's like, I don't like you around this time. I was like, what? like I become competitive? She's like, yes. I was like, well, who? She's like, yourself. You just keep going. Like, that's true. It was like three months straight. I went to as many open mics as I could, did as many shows as I could, doing the same 
six minutes again and again and again to the point where you just hate the material. You're just like, I hate this. I hate what I'm saying. There's nothing yet. And it's like you, uh, sometimes comics go into autopilot, right? And they don't act it out. Uh, but even if I went into autopilot, this six minutes, I was still going to do it the same. And I did that again and again and again. And I ended up winning, which was nice. So that was a success. It only took six, seven years, seven times I did the contest. I don't remember. Six or seven times. I think six times I've done the contest. And uh, I'd either go to the finals or I won't even get past the first round every other year. And so it only took, what, I had to do four rounds to win it this year. I had to do the playoff round and the semifinal round and the final round, including the first round, so four rounds, and then went last, got ticked. The, 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 I didn't think I was going to go on because I got uh, the check drop right when I went up. I was like, what? In the semifinals and in the finals, I got check drop. I was like, well, why would you? Check drop means uh, when you're doing your set and all the staff starts dropping their, their checks. They start uh, giving you, and so you stop paying attention, and you look at your $45, $50 bill for seven beers or six beers. And, but you guys should go. You definitely go and get, get some alcohol. But, yeah, you look at that, and you stop paying attention to the comic up there who's just trying to live his dream and make you laugh and finally win the competition. But I did. I won. Uh, I won, which is, a, is good. And I'm going on to... Uh, Finals and Funniest in Texas, I believe in late October or November, and we'll see what happens there. So, yeah. How has it changed my life? It hasn't, but, you know, at least I got two weeks out of it, like $1,500 worth of work. And that's what counts, right? Hmm? Is that what counts? That is what counts. Here's the big one. This is the one I'm most proud of. I potty trained my son. What? Oh, my God. If you listen to this podcast, you already know that, but potty training him was one of, was the goal. That was 50% of arguments. How old's your son? He's five, if you didn't know. He's five. He just got to kindergarten, and now he does that. Now he just goes by himself. He wipes sometimes. He's a little too confident. He's a little too confident. He feels it like, and he'll tell me he can't. He, he told me it's a no wipe. So and I've talked about the no wipe before, which is which is really one wipe is what it should be called. But he actually does a real no wipe, where it's just the confidence on this kid. Like, nah, I'm confident. There is no shit on my asshole right now. I do not need to wipe. I know this. I know that my ass is clean. And he'll get up and he'll wash his hands, right? I always got to remind him, hey, soap, soap, you using soap? And he's like, oh, yeah, soap, right? And I'm like, gross. So he's it's still the soap thing, but he's that confident. I'm like, you can't be that confident, son. You got to do at least one wipe. And he's like, no, no wipe. I'm like, no, dude, get at least one wipe. And he'll go back. He's like, oh, you were right, Dad. I was like, how, why would you think? How are, how are you going to go around with itchy ass all day? And he's like, so what? And I'm like, all right, even if you did wipe, you'd probably still have itchy asses. So he likes wipies. He's very, anyway, enough about that. But he is potty trained. And he should have been, I know, a long time ago, a long time ago. But it was just a thing. And if you heard other podcasts, that's what it's almost all about for like 40 episodes. It's just trying to get him to shit in the toilet and to the point that you're like on the verge of tears. If somebody asked me how much is, if somebody came up to me like, I can potty train your kid in a week. I'd be like, okay, and like, it's going to cost $50,000. I'd take out a loan. I would take out a loan. I'd make payments. This is how bad it was. We went to family therapy. Are you kidding me? Family therapy? Like, we're like, there has to be something. There's something. There's a reason why this kid is not doing it, and he's doing it on purpose. Like, what is it? And we went to family therapy. And the day he started, the week that I, 
I don't know what snapped in them, but like every 30 minutes, sit on the toilet, sit on the toilet. Every 30 minutes, that's what I kept doing, and he finally got it. It just clicked in his head. He felt like he had to go, and he ran to the bathroom. I mean, part of it was his diet. We put him on a different diet, too, uh, which we've gotten off to off of. But we got to get back into it. But anyway, that was, it was, oh, we stopped going to therapy right away. I was just like, my wife was like, do you want to go to one more set? I was like, for what? What are we going? He, he's, look, he's, he's pooping in the toilet. That's all I cared about. There wasn't, that's all we talked about for an hour with a dude about him. And he's like, but the behavior. I was like, listen, that's fine. But tell me what I got to do to get him to shit, okay? You got your $40. I want him to, oh, not, not shit. I want him to shit in the toilet. Just tell me what to, and he'd give me like a bunch of different things to do, which he was helping. He was, he was going by the, 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 the list of things that you're supposed to tell a person whose child is not potty trained by a certain age. He's going down the list, right? And I'm doing it all. And sometimes I find out, you know, we try it for two or three weeks and it wouldn't work. And sometimes we'd only try it for like a day because we were like, nope, not going down this route. Definitely not going down this route. And uh, I, at the end, I was like, let me try it this way. And because a friend told me that's what him and his mother, and I tried it before. I guess it was just his time. He was just like, you know what? <sighs> before it was just an inconvenience for my father, but now it feels like an inconvenience for me because I got I got to get yelled at, and uh, I don't get to watch I don't get to watch shows for like you know a few days, which really bothers me. I might as well just go shit in the toilet. I think that's what he thought in his head, and also he just he, lately he's seemed more conscious of what he's saying. Like he's. He's, uh, I don't know how else to say this, but a, more of a person, not a, not a just, you know what I mean? Not just a toddler mindset or baby. He's more of a person, like a personality. He always had a personality, but like, he's just, you can tell him something and he'll understand most of it. I think it's just that the communication is there. He get frustrated without the communication, but it clicked on, but you know what I kept telling him? This is, I think what really did it. Not the week of every 30 minutes here. I kept telling him instead of getting mad at him because we were getting mad. You're like, you're never gonna get it. Uh, like that, my mom, me and my wife were dead at that point because we've been trying for since he was three. You know what I mean? It had been a year and a half, almost two years, and we're like, I don't know what we're gonna do. I, I we're at, and then I, the whole summer I just kept telling me like, no son, you can do it, and I'm gonna help you. No, you're gonna get part. We. I started saying we too. I was just like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna no, we're not. I was like, we're, and I kept saying it. I kept saying. And then after he started pooping, he was just like, we're doing it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you're doing it, but yeah. And so he's like, are you pr after after every dump, you proud of me? I was like, hell yeah, I'm proud of you, son. Yeah. And I'd play a song, like hype it up. And now when he poops, <laughs> I'm just like, good job, I'm proud of you. He's like, what are you talking about? I just took a dump. You're proud of my dump, and I'm like, all right, don't be a jerk, okay? Don't be a jerk. Uh, I you were just a a, a a a dumbass like a few weeks ago, and now you're super smart. Now you you understand me and everything. Where you just where you I felt like I didn't know. Like he became a different person. Like I didn't know him before. You know he was just pretending, and he's like ah, I'm tired of pretending. I already know where I can what buttons to press with you. So potty training my son. This is not really a success for me, but a success for a friend. It was like, I hate the way you say success. Whatever. I'm going to keep saying success. Uh, my friend Raul, uh, going viral. Going viral on Funny Man Comedy Works. That was great, man. With five million hits. Uh, I went from, it took me six years to get 350 followers. It has over 15,000 followers. 
on Funny Man, which isn't a lot, but I mean, for somebody who's been doing it forever and would be happy every time he got to the next hundred to go into the thousands, that's to hit over ten thousand. That's great. That I mean, I didn't. My goal was in ten years, maybe I'll be at ten thousand because it's just a it's a page that I like. It's not necessarily a company. I mean, we we put out records, but we don't put out records. You know what I mean? Like I, all I do is I really promote them on my page, but they usually do it like our old releases album under. Uh, what is it called? Uh, I forgot the name of it. Uh, but it's a it's it, you pay twenty bucks a year, and then they put your album pretty much on everything. And uh, but yeah, I helped them. I helped them promote that. In and, and uh, my page, the page on there blew up a little bit. I mean, the messed up. The only thing that sucks is now he's the face of the page, and people think even though literally my face is on the page, like Funny Man Comedy Works. If you look at that picture that's just me and i think it's jackie chan's hair and it just says since 1985 which a lot of people hate that logo i I don't care anymore anyway the point is my face is literally on here but he's still the face of because it's over five million hits so whenever i post anything pertaining specifically to only me it it gets no shares no likes and sometimes no views let's say on the bottom of your page if you have a facebook page it'll say how many views you get and when I post something of Raul, even Blair, it'll say like 3,000 people reach, 5,000 people reach, 100,000 people reach, right? And with me, it's like zero reach. And I'm like, it's been four hours. This is my fucking page. and four hours. But anyway, I like to scream at, uh, at, a, at a computer screen because I'm computer screen because I'm psycho. So, yeah, no, him going and uh, hopefully we can do the same for Blair. And go, speaking of that, recorded an album for my friend Blair, who I've been... I've been uh, putting them on my show since 2010. Since I started, I've been putting them on every single, pretty much every show that I can. And so he's one, actually one of the only dudes that from the beginning that's still like, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so he uh, we, we put out an album and it took three times, took three times, but on the third time we finally got it. And uh, that was a goal. That was a goal. It's not necessarily a I don't know why it's a goal, but I want I want to record out al- I want to I want to produce albums as well as mine, and also I'm learning how to do it. So I'm kind of like, let me try it this way, let me try it that way. That's the way I, I can kind of learn on what to do and how to shoot it, and because it's it's very, very amateur. But still, you know, get out that material. You know, most I would say a lot of comics probably put out two or three albums before they're seen on Netflix or HBO or Showtime or anything like that. So. Putting out albums, albums, yeah, and uh, making my first animation—that was another success. Now, was it a good animation? No, it was horrible, horrible animation. Uh, it's not even—and I say animation, not a cartoon, because it's a cartoon that moves a little bit, but it's not really animation. It's not really—I mean, I mean, it's not really a cartoon. It's just pictures that move. That is cartoons. The point, what I'm trying to say is that it's not very good, but it was a success because I did it. It it took way too long. It took a month to do a two and a half minute thing that looked like crap, but hey, that's all I wanted to do. I I just wanted to put it out and that happened. Uh, Didn't lose weight, didn't get out of debt, uh, didn't get a good album taping for myself. Um, Well, it was good, but not my Mom, I don't know. I didn't. I can't put that out. Also, there's parts in it where it skipped. I haven't told anybody this, but there's parts of it where like it skipped. There's like, I don't know what the hell happened, but it just sounds. And I edited it out, but now it just sounds like a hard cut. Like I edited my stuff real. And I was gonna edit it because it's 55 minutes. I was gonna edit it down to 50 minutes, and I was like, nah. I I need to get something better. 
I need a I need to get a better set and record it better and <laughs> yeah, you need to get a better set. Need what I meant was I need to record a better set, not get you know what I mean. And I didn't teach my son how to ride a bike. I mean, he can get on the bike to sell his trainers. So that's what I guess I, I failed in, if you care, if you care at all. Shout out to all my family in Houston. Uh, my wife is from Houston. Of course, everybody knows with uh, Harvey what happened, the flooding and everything. We're actually going to be doing a show September 1st at, with some Houston comics. Abby Bennis is uh, hosting it at the Blind Tiger. That's underneath the... Magic Time Machine. So all the proceeds are going to go to um, Relief for Houston. And her cousin, her cousin actually Snapchatted the storm. And it was crazy. Like it, it, when I saw it, like it, it, I was like, this could have happened here very easily. Like if this was, if the storm was pushed this way, I could see this happening. Because it looked like it just, like it looked like it looked in San Antonio for a little bit. Like, ah, this is this is the hurricane. This is it. And it was just raining on her Snapchat. And then she shows a little bit later, it's raining harder. Then she shows another Snapchat and it's starting to flood out in the yard. Then the next Snapchat is starting to come in the house. The one that freaked me out was not when the water started coming through the walls, but when the water started coming up through the wooden floorboards. I was like, what? And lifting them. It wasn't like wooden floorboards. Like It was it was just wood tile. Like, no, wood tile, stupid. Wood on the floors. Anyway, and it was coming up through that. And then they were sitting on their couch, and there was no electricity, of course, because, you know. And, um, and then the couch started floating. I was like, that's scary. That is scary. That happened quick. That happened in a matter of hours, and there's no way to get out of that. Like, what are you supposed to do? And luckily, they were rescued so thank god for that because there's a lot of people out there like that lady uh i don't know if you heard that where hold on i'll pull that up real quick i have that there's a lady i don't know if you heard her but i mean these people are going through traumatic experiences and cnn's trying to and you've probably seen this cnn's trying to interview everybody and so they try to interview this lady and i was watching it live but uh i, I went back and i recorded on my phone hold up Children from the rushing waters. Can you tell us how that was? Four feet of water to go get them food on the first day. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. But y'all sitting here, y'all trying to interview people during their worst times. Like, that's not the smartest thing to do. Like, people are really breaking down, and y'all sitting here with cameras and microphones trying to ask us what the fuck is wrong with us. And you're really trying to understand with the microphone still in my face, with me shivering cold, with my kids wet, and you still putting a microphone in my face. Flores, it sounds like you've got a very upset family there. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Oh, my God. She said she they they were, they were waiting for the police uh, for early in the conversation, waiting for the police like 36 hours, and um, nobody came. And then so luckily somebody rescued my, my brother-in-law, uh, whose birthday is today as well. Shout out to George. Happy birthday, man. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but happy birthday to you, sir. Uh, how weird. His, my, my wife and her sister, their husbands had the same birthday. I forgot about that. But anyway, uh, he went out on his boat. He started helping people, so that's what I, I see. That's that's what I've been seeing a lot on my pages. People stories about people helping other people, like taking their boats out there and doing that. Not that much, I mean, I heard this, but I haven't seen stories on it that people are getting robbed for their boats. But I was thinking, I was like, if you didn't have flood insurance, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't, or you lived in an apartment and that was all your stuff that just got ruined, like if you see, like, I'm give me your boat. All I have left is this pistol. Give me your boat. Because I'm going to go sell that thing because I have no money. There is reports of people 
crashing their cars into the water, or not crashing, but driving their cars into deeper water. Hey, if you, again, if you don't have flood insurance and you have everything gone, you're like, I need money. I have car insurance. So, uh, yeah, my car is completely totaled. Oh, man, that, whew, that the flood, is, you got help. Go just donate uh, time, money, food. If you, got, uh, if you know people, family members, help them out. Um, oh, yeah, and fuck the hotels for, for charging three times as much. That's messed up. You're taking advantage of people. And, and also, screw all the, the stores that are selling water at like $50 freaking for a case. Are you out of your mind, man? Hope, uh, you're, you're a bad person. You're not a good person. Yeah, Josh, you tell him. You tell him. You got him. Yeah, tell him. You're not good people. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm doing something. Fucking, we are doing something. September 1st, we're doing a, um, a uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, a don't oh, wow! I just talked about it. A, a relief show for the hurricane for Hurricane Ari for Houston. Go check that out. That's ten o'clock this Friday, September first, with Houston Comics at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. And uh, whatever is donated, uh, there's a we got a friend who's going to match it. So that is good. That's a lot of money for them. Hopefully, we make a lot of money for them. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. Let me check. Let me check if came through yet i don't know, come through for a few hours i'll come back in a while and check on that i'll come back and check if i made it i probably didn't but who knows we'll see probably not no hope in this all right need confidence all right let us see what happened if i got in to be Sky Comedy Festival, fingers and toes and everything. I don't think I got in. Let me see. I don't got an email. I don't they send you an email if you get in? They usually would send you an email. Okay. Uh, Facebook. Let's go to Facebook. And let's see who got in. Big Sky Comedy Festival. And... It's still not out. Oh, no, they're two hours ahead. Two hours ahead, so till two o'clock. Two o'clock. Oh, I'm a big dum dum. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. Dun, dun. What the hell was that? I don't know. I just wanted to do it. Uh, Big Sky Comedy Festival. Who got in? Here we go. And I mean, I didn't already. I can tell, but who, if I know anybody, Charlie, Corey, Devin Walker. I know that guy. I know one person. I know that guy. Good 